Welcome to Bonjour Bitch. My name is Charlotte and I'm many things, but most importantly for this podcast, I am multicultural and sometimes a bitch. We're going to talk about everything from relationships to daily life, all from a multicultural point of view. Each week, I'll be accompanied by the most amazing guests to delve further into topics that really affect us all. You'd better get ready for it, bitches. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Bonjour Bitch this week. Today, we are chatting with the lovely Yuzi influencer, and uh, we are going to be chatting about looking for love. Oh, yeah, we are. (laughs) So, Yuzi, tell me a little bit more about where your family originates from and where you grew up. Okay, so um, both of my parents are Nigerian originally, and I identify as Nigerian, although I grew up, well, I grew up in the UK, well, I came here when I was seven. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so I actually grew up, grew up in South Africa. I feel like my development, develop, what? (laughs) Developmental, developmental, yeah. Is we're like mostly in the UK. Okay, in, yeah. I went to primary school here, secondary school, uni, everything here. So yeah. So where were you born then? I was born in Nigeria, but I okay. never lived there. <laughs> so you were born in Nigeria. Yeah. And then as soon as you were born. Yeah, I moved to Mozambique. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then from Mozambique, um, I I lived in Swaziland. Okay. And which is. It's a different country from South Africa, yeah. but it's pretty much in South Africa. It's, it, it's the country that's within South, South Africa, Af- yeah, right? Yeah. I think it's one of the... No, I think it's along with the Vatican, it's the only country in the world that is completely surrounded by another country. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you actually know the country? Yeah, yeah, because I've, wow. I've seen it on the maps yeah. and I've always thought that's so weird that there's a country within a country. That's so cool. Because honestly, people never know the country. They're always like Switzerland. I'm like, no, 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 Swaziland. That's like (laughs) Americans that think that Australia is the same as Austria. Yeah, it's so annoying. Yeah. So you then moved to Swaziland. Yeah. Not Switzerland, Swaziland. Swaziland. (laughs) And then you were there until you were seven? Or then you moved to South Africa? South Africa for a little bit, but I was mostly like brought up in um, Swaziland. You have a very British accent though. Yeah, because, yeah, I guess. I feel like he's got an African twang to it. A yeah. little bit. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, there's no specific accent that I can sort of pick up on. Yeah. Um, and so Love Island's recently finished. Yeah. What are you watching on TV now? I don't know what to watch I'm actually anymore. trying to watch Love is Blind. Oh, I've been yeah. told about it. You've not watched it? No, not yet. No? Oh. Should I watch it? Yeah, I think it's interesting. Very okay. interesting. What yeah. did you think of the first ever winter series? To be honest, this is the first um, Love Island that I thought was quite ingenuine. I don't know why. Like, I just got the vibe where, that the they were just there for, I don't know, the popularity of it. I didn't really feel like they were looking for love, love. Whereas the other two summer seasons, because I only started watching it two seasons ago, mm. I thought, you know, it looked like they were trying to find love. It looked more genuine. But this time, I just felt like everyone was just falling in love left, right and centre, switching couples, left, right and centre. It's just like, it didn't seem real to me. It know? took me longer to actually get into this season. Yeah, me too. It took me a while. I do think Finn and Paige are genuine. You do? Well, I'd like to hope so. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know about anyone. <laughs> oh, you're such a cynic. I actually am now, maybe. <laughs> I actually am. I yeah. do think Luke T and Shawnee's. I think 
think they're were real. very cute. Yeah, I think they're cute. Okay, I think they are real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there were some other couples, and we won't Not name names, but yeah, mm. someone yeah, was yeah, just yeah. a bit <laughs> like, mm, really? Yeah. Like, Mike fell in love so many times, in my opinion. Okay, I'm glad you said it. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> I loved it when Leanne was like, yeah, well, if everything he's telling Jess, he told me exactly yeah. the same thing, <laughs> word for word. Exactly. Like, oh. But yeah. What do you think of the abundance of reality shows focusing on looking for love? So you've got Celebs Go Dating, Flirty Dancing, Take Me Out, Love is Blind. I mean, there's so many out there at the moment. I feel as though it probably emphasizes the fact that it's harder to find love nowadays. I think it's a lot harder. Um, so people are really trying to go on shows and stuff to see if they can still find it. But I do think it's a lot harder to find love in Why do you society. think that is? Because of social media, um, I feel like the grass is greener syndrome plays a, a great factor in this, yeah. Everyone's just looking for the best. And I feel like unless, unless you're content with whoever you found, I mean, there's always someone better or something better. So you need to just pick someone and stick with that. But with social media, like, a lot of people are just like, hmm, actually, what if, you know, I can do better? Or, you know, I mean, I feel like people date for a long time. Yeah. But no one really wants to settle down because people's expectations and standards are just very high, like, now. So, yeah, I do think just a lot harder to date. Do you think there's also an aspect of wanting to find fame in some way by doing it on the TV? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because a lot of these couples go on to break up as well. A lot of them. Curtis and Maura just broke up. Did they? Yeah. I thought they were could break up ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I've been reading stuff and I don't want to spread rumours. Yeah. Um, but apparently they'd already broken up like three months before. before. And they just kept it going for... Mm, for Instagram. <laughs> so sad. That is sad. How do you feel that dating on TV and dating in the real world differs? I feel like when I do watch the series, because I've watched um, Love Island, Love is Blind. I, what's the other one? Strictly... Celeb Go <laughs> Dating and Flirty Dancing. Have you watched Flirty Dancing? No, I haven't. I've not even oh, heard about it. No. really cute. No, I haven't heard of those other two, but for, from the the other two that I have watched, I feel like you're very isolated and it's quite intense. So it's easier to like fall in love in those kind of conditions. It's kind of like holiday romance, mm. in my opinion. So then when you go to the real world now and you've got all these other factors affecting your relationship, then that's when you really know whether it could work or it couldn't. And I feel like it's just less likely to work in the real world when you've just been isolated with someone, you know? What's your opinion? I think it's just, I don't think, I think what happens is that you crave being close to someone and you sort of end up close to someone de facto. So yeah, you maybe fancy them. If it's on Love Island, for example, it's very physical and you're stuck there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even me watching Love Island, somebody that came on, for example, the first day or something I'm like oh not my type at all and then more and more the series goes on and I actually kind of find them attractive in some weird way mm -hmm. but because I've been so used to looking at them and watching them yeah that's and I think sense. as much as it's not the same thing I used to work in fashion and when the new season would come into the stores 
I'd be like, oh, there's nothing I like. Nothing. I don't want anything. Don't know what I'm going to use my clothing allowance on. And then three, four months in, I had seen people trying on things. And I was like, actually, I really like that. And I ended up buying stuff or using it on my clothing allowance because it was there. And I sometimes feel that on these shows, people end up together because they're there and they sort of make themselves believe that they're in love because it's that sort of human need to want to be wanted and loved. Um, And that's why so many of them break up. Yeah, I do agree. Because it's not... Some of them are genuine and I will, you know, and I think if you look at the percentages of them that actually stay together, get married, have children, whatever, then I think that those probably are genuine. But, you know, the chances of you actually finding somebody that way and for it to last are very slim. Yeah. I think the faster you jump in, the faster you're going to jump out. Yeah, for sure. Are you in a relationship at the moment? I'm actually not, you know. Oh. <laughs> single lady, are yeah, we going to see you on any of these TV programs? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> I'm not in a relationship. But I have been dating, and that's been interesting because I, I was in two consecutive long-term relationships. So I was in a relationship for like four and a half years. Okay. And then not long after, I was in a relationship for pretty much two and a half, three years. So I feel like... For most of my adult life, I've been in a serious, committed, long-term relationship. But now, I'm actually, like, dating. And it's interesting. It's interesting. It's it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard out here. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I prefer it, to be honest. I think I'd rather be single and um, alone than to be in some a situation that is just stressful and give yeah. me a headache, you know? Yeah. But also, I think it's so important to enjoy being single. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. I mean, much like you, I was in a relationship for four years um, from when I was 16. And then I was in a two and a half year relationship um, when I got to my 20s. And then I sort of had two and a half, three years of being single before I met my husband. And we've been together now for seven years. So cute. And... But I loved those two and a half years of being single. Like, I really did not want a relationship. I wanted to be me, discover who I was, more or less at at the age you are now. I think it's such a crucial age where you discover who you want to be in life, not just, you know, uh, from a career perspective or the sort of goals that you've set out in your life that by the way, you'll achieve way later in life. Like, <laughs> that you always think, oh, by 30, I'll have done all of this. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, But I think it's, it's just a really amazing age to also sit back and think, what do I actually want from a relationship? And I sometimes feel that, you know, all these TV shows, etc. most of the people that go on them are in their very early 20s and they're very naive to all of this. And I think actually getting to your mid-twenties with relationship experience and sort of sitting back and thinking, okay, what went wrong? Why did it go wrong? And are those big no-nos for the future for me or are they things that I could compromise on? Yeah. 
And what's been your most memorable date ever? It's actually, it's funny because it's, it's quite recent, but it's not like it was the most beautiful date because I've been on the most romantic date ever, which was just so beautiful, but it wasn't the most memorable. But it was just random because I was talking to this boy, we met up on, from an app and um, I didn't expect, okay, how can, okay, how can I explain this? <laughs> we were talking and yeah. um, we didn't set a date. Does that make sense? So it okay. was such a random meetup. So like, we were just, I was just like, oh, what are you doing this evening? And he was just kind of like, well, he's kind of free. I was like, are we going to meet up? So um, as the evening went along, we ended up meeting up, but he was just kind of, he sent me an address to meet him. And I, I didn't know where it was. I didn't research anything, but I just thought um, the way it was going, it wasn't necessarily going to be a date date. It didn't seem like it at all. And this was like slightly before Valentine's Day. I just, to be honest, I thought I was going to a pub. <laughs> But it turned out to be like a little cute um, pancake place, like a restaurant. Oh. Yeah, and they had like flowers on the table. It was cute decor, you know? Like, yeah. And I just thought, oh, this is actually quite cute. I didn't expect you to, you know, suggest this at all. Yeah. Because just because of how the conversation was going and stuff, I just, I just thought, this is probably someone I'm not going to see again. But when we met up, we spoke until like the restaurant closed. And even after the restaurant closed, like I was just like, I'm not trying to go home. I was like, so um, we're still talking, where are we going next? And then we, <laughs> we went to another restaurant, which was like a 24 hour restaurant. And um, we ended up staying there till like four or 5 a.m. Oh my God. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, I just enjoyed it because I was just like, I just met you, but I just feel so connected. I feel like everything was flowing. Like I could stay with you forever. <laughs> That's just how I felt, you know? Um, and that's what made it the most memorable because I didn't expect it to happen at all. Yeah. And it just happened in terms of like the connection and just wanting to, first of all, I didn't expect we were going anywhere cute. <laughs> Secondly, like I didn't expect, there's so many things I didn't expect that happened. And it was just like, oh, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Are you still seeing him? I am. Yay! <laughs> yeah. He sounds good. Yeah, I think, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> when I initially met my husband, we didn't stop talking either. Yeah. And I think that initial just thirst to want to know more about each other and talking and talking and talking without necessarily anything else happening, yeah. it's just so rare. Yeah. And it's... Oh, hopefully something will happen. Yeah, hopefully we'll see. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been on another date since then? No, not properly. No. Okay. I've I've spoken to other people because I don't think you should put all your eggs in one basket, but I've just been seeing him really. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> when are you seeing him again? I'm not sure, but we've had so many random impromptu like what are you doing today dates, you know. So. Very cool. <laughs> I definitely cool. see him. <laughs> yeah. That's very nice. Soon. Yeah. On this subject, what are your top three dating rules? I actually got them written down. Oh, you came prepared. Yeah. So one of them is don't put all your eggs in one basket. So for me, I just feel like you shouldn't put too much pressure on one person, especially in the early days, only because, I don't know, you just start having expectations. And if they don't do certain things, you might start feeling a way, which I just think is just too early for that. Fair enough. Yeah. And also, um, I think it's important to be able to compare. So, like, in as much as I've felt this connection with him, I could go out and date someone else and... 
I feel like I get along with a lot of people. Everyone I've dated, I feel like we've gotten along. I can talk to anyone, like that's fine. But feeling that spark and just, there's just a different level of comfortability and mm. just other things that come with it that I want to, I, want, I just want to be sure that it's not just because you're the first pick that everything's gone well. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to feel like I've chosen you, you know? So, so yeah. Um, another one is take your time. I don't feel like there's any rush. And that is because um, I just feel like everyone's lovely in the beginning. Honestly, I've been in a few situations like this now where everyone just seems great. But then as time goes on, you start to see the true colors and you're just like, mm, I'm not too sure. Cause I was, I was dating someone um, <laughs> and I just thought they were 10 out of 10. But as the weeks went by, they dropped down to a five out of 10. But how, you know? So I never expected it. But that does happen sometimes, yeah. you know, um, you get to know them properly. Um, you see them in different environments and you're just like, mm, this is just not a bit of me, you know? And then, <laughs> then yeah, who you would have jumped into something with. Imagine if like, I don't know, first couple of weeks, you're like, yeah, that's my boyfriend, you know? <laughs> then you're like, oh, well, why have I chosen this person? Yeah. 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 And um, I would say, see if, the person is consistent. That's my final rule. See if someone's consistent because in the beginning again, like people are all excited and stuff and you know, someone will be messaging you every day and then suddenly sometimes people just fall off and I don't know, slow fade away. And yeah, ghost like, as well. Yeah, yeah, ghost, yeah. <laughs> it's become yeah. such a thing now. I feel I missed all of that, like. Oh, you did? You're yeah. lucky. <laughs> I just feel, you know, when I was dating, or seeing guys, there was at least that courtesy of, I don't think this is going to work, whether it was coming from me or from him. Yeah. And I feel that it was at least clear. Yeah. Whereas I feel now, literally, guys can show that they're super keen, and girls as well. And then they literally just like drop off the face of the earth. Yeah, disappear. And you never ever hear from them again. Ever. Which I just find is rude. Oh, yeah, I think it's disrespectful. It's just rude. What is a text message of two seconds going to take you to write, look, I'm really sorry, I'm not interested? Yeah, it's not, yeah. You don't know. I don't feel like you necessarily owe anyone anything, but I just think it should be done. It's just like, I feel like if you're a respectable person, like, why wouldn't you just respect other people? I think the feelings? only thing you owe in life to anybody is respect. Yeah. You know, just genuine being just cordial and just respectful of that person. Yeah. And if you've taken up their time for a date or for whatever, then at least have the decency to just say to them, no. Yeah. I think you always need to think about how you make other people feel. Um, and obviously, if someone's there thinking, oh, everything was going well, <laughs> and you've literally just disappeared on them. I think that's going like, to start bringing out insecurities or, For sure. you know, just playing on their mind and you could avoid it. You could have avoided that. Yeah, exactly. You didn't need to put anyone through no. that. Yeah. What are your biggest turnoffs when it comes to dating somebody for the first time? To be honest, I don't know until it happens because what I've, <laughs> what I've noticed is that everyone is different. Like, as in how people make you feel is just different. Like, for me, for some people, I would say in general, I'm not that affectionate um, when I first meet someone. But like, if I like you and you're being affectionate towards me, I wouldn't necessarily mind, do you know what I mean? If I feel like there's, 
we just hit it off so much that there's um, some sort of emotional connection. I wouldn't necessarily mind if like, you know, we're holding hands or you're, I don't know, you're just being touching me or stroke. I wouldn't mind. But if I'm not too sure yet, I feel like I would feel so uncomfortable if they were to like be affectionate. So I just feel as though I can't necessarily, I can't give like a one, one size fits all answer because it just depends on the person or the situation. Yeah, yeah for me. And do you have a sort of rule for when you kiss? Is it first date, second date, third date? No, I don't have a rule. I don't have a rule. I go with the flow, but I don't necessarily, I don't actually like people kissing me. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, I'm not, I don't know. I, I just want to chat. I feel like I'm the kind of person that only likes to be, I don't know, affectionate or physical. Yeah. If as after we've made like a strong emotional connection. Okay. I don't want you to, I don't know. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I think it's fair enough. <laughs> so there's no rule. I mean, the guy I was talking about, we kissed after the first, <laughs> that first night. I mean, fair I enough, like, we had a very long night. Yeah, we, so. <laughs> yeah, we had a very long night. <laughs> yeah. Now I was happy. I was happy for that. I had no complaint. <laughs> That's so cool. And to you, what is love all about? I just feel like love is about choosing someone. And I just feel like it's, when you choose them, it's about being unconditional with them. You're just choosing them over and over again, regardless of whatever happens. You know, um, I just feel like it's not just about the good times. It's literally, it's more so about the bad times. Like if you tell me that you've done something horrible, like, and that freaks me out or, and I'm just like, I'm not involved. I don't love you, you know, because if I did love you, I'd want to stick by you and try and get through it with you. And, you know, there's nothing, I just don't feel like if I love someone there's, that there's anything they could do to kind of scare me away. What if somebody killed someone? <laughs> this has gone very dark very quick <laughs> but you just said like there's nothing no, I, and no, I honestly like, honestly oh. no honestly i know it sounds a bit mad but i feel like if i was in love with someone like i love them <laughs> i think this is why there's that law in um <laughs> the court where you can't testify against your other uh, yeah 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 i think honestly if i love this person i'll, I'll still protect them i don't i know it sounds mad but yeah I had this conversation. It's funny you said that because I did have this conversation. <laughs> See, I think I draw the line at that. Like, yeah. I love my husband to bits. Yeah. But if he ever killed anyone, mm-hmm. I think it would put me off him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do hear you, but like, I hear you, but I just, I don't know. I don't think. Right, if oh, this podcast my... ever gets played in a prison, <laughs> you are going to get contacted by all these felons that are going to be like, hey. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> New dating pool, never been explored. No, but I, no, I did, uh, this is funny, I've had this conversation this week twice with two different okay. people. And uh, <laughs> they gave the same answer as me though. Really? Yeah. Because I thought I'd be scared, but even the person that asked, <laughs> who I was interested in. Like, I think I played them a scene out of, um, have you watched The Sinner? Has anyone no. watched The Sinner? Okay, well, there's this scene where um, a married couple and their child are at the beach, and um, literally something triggers the married wife, the wife, and she literally just runs and starts stabbing this guy multiple times. And, and 
This, this <laughs> film sounds like a lovely film. <laughs> it's a series on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, you should probably, I don't know, watch it, maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, start stabbing this guy multiple times. And I, I was like, okay, what would you do in this situation? Uh, I asked the person I was dating and he was like, he'll do the same as the husband did, which was grab his wife and try and like calm her down. I was like, so you wouldn't be freaked out? Like you wouldn't, whatever. He was like, he don't think he'd be, he wouldn't be scared of his wife, but he would just be like, what are you doing? You know, obviously he's gonna, she's gonna go to prison anyway, but yeah, I don't know. So I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. The fact that she's killed someone is not gonna scare you. Cause I, I had to, I had to think about it. Would I be scared? Would I whatever? But I feel like it's different because I'm a woman. Yeah. I feel like if a guy is doing all of that, I can't. I don't have the strength to pull you off or whatever. I'll probably get stabbed in the process. So let me protect myself, honestly. <laughs> but um, yeah, I do feel like if some, depending on what caused it, you have to think about that. Like, how did you end up killing someone? You know? What if yeah. You're, yeah. But what if your husband's? I don't know. <laughs> He's driving and um, accidentally knocks up. Something happens like that. Not that he actually went and plotted and killed someone. Like, you know, context. I think if it's accidental, yeah, then that's one thing. But if he, out of the blue, starts to stab somebody on the beach... Yeah. My husband is six foot six as well, so I could never oh, nice. rip him off anybody. Um I think I'd see him in such a different, different light. And I don't know if I'd be able to love him after seeing such a dark side. Because I think also in the back of my mind, I'd think you never trusted me enough to show me this dark side before. How are they meant to show you this dark side? <laughs> you know? But I just, I just don't... No, I don't think I could accept it. And I'd be fine with him not accepting me murdering somebody. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, <laughs> I mean... Oh, my gosh. Li- listen, it's not like I'm here saying, if you're a killer, I don't mind. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not... <laughs> like, if I meet you and you're like, yeah, yeah, just came out of prison. What, what happened? Oh, I killed someone. I'm, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but what... I, <laughs> love I'm it. just saying, like, if I fell in love with someone and then six years later you're telling me, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, babe, guess what happened? What, what? I killed someone. <laughs> guess what? I love that I killed somebody is preceded by guess what happened. Yeah, like, I feel like I... Of course I'll be scared. I don't know, you know. Let's just, See? I'll be scared, but I don't know. I, what if... I wouldn't abandon them. I don't, I don't know. What if you're with somebody, right? Yeah. And you're with them for a year and everything's going amazing and then an ex comes out of the blue and messages you and says, I feel you have to know that he was abusing me. Oh. Would you still love him? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Only because like, that's what I don't feel like. (laughs) If you fall in love with someone, I'm falling in love with what you've portrayed to me. I can't now use your past against you that Fair much. Fair enough. So, but would you confront him? Yeah. Yeah. I would. I actually would. And would you wait to hear his excuse or his reason or whatever before you made a judgment of, okay, fine, you've changed, or, okay, you're still a piece of shit. I'm moving on. Mm, no, definitely. 
okay, don't get me wrong. I feel like all these situations would always change your pers- perspective on yeah. the person that you've loved. Do you know what I mean? Because you're like, mm, okay, wow, never expected this. But you've invested so much time and like you've seen them this like, like you just love them, you know? You just love them. So unless you've been abusive to me, I don't feel like I'm gonna hold that against you mm. because I do feel like things have happened in people's past. So I don't feel like it's up to me now to like, I don't know, to be like, he can't be loved mm. just because he's loved in the wrong way or he's given love Fair in the enough. wrong way before, you know? Fair enough. Like, yeah. But then, this is what I'm saying, depends on how you feel about the person. That's just it. Like, obviously I'd have expected that they have reformed <laughs> because, I don't think that situation would be happening with me. I wouldn't let anyone abuse me or anything like that. So if they, if someone messaged me and they said that that's how the partner was with them, and I'm just like, well, I've seen no signs of this with mm. me, then I can just forgive and hope that, you know, they are a reformed person and just keep it moving. But if you ever try it with me, <laughs> then <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna have it, yeah. I think you love to love. I love to love. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I actually love unconditionally if we, I do love we someone. We just met and I just, honestly, from everything you're saying, I think you love to be in love. And yeah. like, I think, and I think that's a lovely thing. I really think it is. But yeah, I can see it being like, you love that feeling and that situation and that whole sort of bubble aspect yeah, of it. in a way. Which is great. Well, I feel like when you, if you love someone, you choose that person. It's a choice, you know? Yeah. I feel like when I've liked someone, if I like someone and it's not that, it's not that deep, of course, I feel like hearing certain things might change my feeling towards you. But then that's why I'm saying it's important to, to date multiple people and just see how you feel. Like, because <laughs> if um, two people said the same thing, there's one person I'm like, oh, what, you'd kill someone? Nah, sorry, I'm not involved, you know? But like <laughs> another person who you just feel so strongly for, you might be like, hmm, I don't okay, know. Okay, then, fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, if you could give our listeners a piece of dating advice, what would it be? Just be true to yourself, honestly. Like, as in, it's better to be single than to have someone stress you. That's my advice, honestly. It's not, it's not a do or die. Like, as long as you love yourself, yeah. that's, that's all that matters, that's what I've come to learn. I agree with that. Yeah. I also think you're the most attractive when you're happy with yeah, who within you yourself. Are. Yeah. You attract the right sort of person. Yeah. It's time for the bitch fire round. But thank you very much for your time. And before we let you go, we're going to go through the bitch fire question round. Okay. Um, so I will ask you a question, like, for example, dog or cat? Dog. And the more we go along, the quicker we'll go. Okay? Quicker. Oh, yep. wow. Netflix okay. or Prime? Netflix. Bath or shower? Ba- shower. <laughs> ASOS or Zara? ASOS. Sweet or savoury? Sweet. Coffee or tea? Tea. Winter or summer? Summer. City or countryside? countryside vintage or actually, new actually wait is it too, I don't uh, know beach <laughs> <laughs> vintage or new new Instagram or Twitter Instagram and on that note what is your social media handle at UZPause so at U-Z-Y P-A-W-S 
and that's on everything. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Amazing. Thank you so much, Yuzi, for joining us on Bonjour Bitch this week. It was a pleasure talking with you. And I hope that you meet an amazing guy that has never killed anyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Remember to tune in next Monday for a brand new episode and please rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does help us out. We'll see you then. Au revoir, bitches. Bye.